Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The you are listening to Phantasm Podcast. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad. Brian is back from the Black Dahlia murder. I'm Gabriel Warrior. Eric Green from Simple Tour. Ross Dolan from Immolation. This is Anthony Michael. We are Gorgasm. This is the phone creator. Turns from suffocation. Join your host, Corey Gorkrest and Dr. Vincent West for exclusive interviews with the sickest bands in metal and more. Head over to cultofantasm.com, the only gravesite for all things horror and death metal. No filler, all killer. What the fuck is up? Corey Gorkrest, Phantasm Podcast, Dr. Vincent West. We are quarantining here in our separate layers. And uh, got a great guest for you. It's nobody. <laughs> it's just us. We're doing it old school <laughs> here tonight. And uh, we're going to have a good time. We're using the good old Tubi app. Doctor, uh, we're in Kuwait on the film right now. I know I suggested this uh, looking through the app, but uh, what what do we got for him today? Well, I appreciate you letting me intro it. We, we will get to you later because I've, I've got to hear about the... I, I was told earlier, guys, uh, which which I'll get him to share with you uh, if he's cool with it. I think he will be. We can coax him into it, but his childhood memories of this film, which I thought was actually hilarious, but <laughs> it, it's a childhood class, and I'm just like, good lord, it just it made me feel old. But uh, Rear Action, uh, Uncle Sam, which I had never seen until Wheelchair Fucker showed me this uh, about five years ago, and I laughed my balls off, and... Uh, this is a childhood would be for Corey. So. Just when you thought it was safe to stand up and salute the flag, Uncle Sam is back with a vengeance. A Kuwaiti military unit discovered a mass grave in the desert. They positively identified the body. Jody, stay away from the coffin. You never fought for your country. You just killed for the love of killing. Now, Uncle Sam has a contract on America. <gasps> Draft dodgers, watch out. Someone's been killed. Tax cheaters, beware. Somebody help! No one will ever burn another flag. Nobody will ever desecrate another grave. And no politician will ever tell another lie. And the July 4th weekend will never be the same again. From William Lustig, director of Maniac and the Maniac Cup trilogy, comes an all-new terror experience. <laughs> Uncle Sam. He's a red-blooded, all-American nightmare. Uncle Sam wants you dead. It is uh, 1996, so I was six years old. I watched it the year it came out uh, on Skinamax or one of those old, you know, premium channels back in the day. Uh, before we get into that story, it's uh, William Lustig, Gar- uh, Larry Cohen, amazing duo. Those behind, uh, you know, the Maniac Cop series and uh, you know franchise. 
And uh, William Lustig also directed uh, Maniac, so pretty fucking badass, so love that guy. Uh, also Isaac Hayes in this film, very cool. Um, big fan of their stuff, and you know, you can get it, Blue Underground has all this shit, they're the big dogs putting shit out in 4K, they're doing a really good job of their stuff lately, so uh, I think Uncle Sam is out on Blu-ray, but not 4K restoration yet, they don't have a limited... I'm looking it up right now for you. They don't have a limited uh, big sexy of this yet, but um, I'm pretty sure they will end up having one. Um, as you can see, they're in Kuwait right now, and if I'm not mistaken, that is Reggie's Bannister that just got his neck snapped. Uh, that was that was our boy Reggie over at the Real Phantasm. Shout out to you and Gigi. Uh, he totally just got his neck snapped, and uh, so basically, this film. Um, it's already brutal as fuck. You already see some head snaps and stabbings. And, uh, you know, it's just already very visceral and brutal the way William Lustig and Larry Cohen always present their shit. If you guys are fans of Maniac Cop series like I am, uh, this this is just right up that alley. It's just very brutal slasher film. And it has to... Yeah, 20 bucks for the Blu-ray, Blue Underground. It looks great, you know, but considering this movie, in my opinion, it looks like a straight-up 90s movie. Like, look at the title of that. It's, it's amazing. It's just so great. Um, but, yeah, I, I remember watching this with my mom when I was six years old. <laughs> PJ Souls is in the film. Uh, love PJ Souls. Phantasm alumni, shout out to her. She's always a pleasure to, to deal with and to talk to. Um, but yeah, this film is morbid as fuck. And, and yeah, I watched it legit when I was six years old uh, with my mom. And, it, it, and we just would always watch this kind of stuff. But then she wouldn't let me watch people under the stairs with her. But she let me watch shit like this, which is insanely brutal. Like, it's this movie is so brutal. Um, it is. It's, it's one of the... It's one of the better slashers in like the last twenty years. Like it really is, and, and it doesn't get enough credit. And for the longest time, this fell out of circulation with me because I had no idea what this movie was called. I watched it when I was little, and I I, I think I went through like a ten, eleven year period where I never saw it again, and I never knew what, what it was called. I was like, I remember a scene vividly that happens later in the film where he's on stilts with that fucking crazy ass, like old Uncle Sam mask. And uh, he's like hunting down this dude with these fucking stilts, and it still to this day creeps me out. It's fucking freaky deaky, and uh, yeah, this this now, movie's here's, funny. Here's the thing, and, and you know, this can be our Memorial Day movie. We're just doing it early. We're doing it literally. Yeah, there's not going to be seven days early. There's not going to be any summer for any of you. I hate to break it, but it, it's just not going to happen. So we'll take care of your summer goods for you yeah, here I on Fantastic. Yeah. This is our Memorial Day episode. This is actually July first, so this takes place the day before my birthday. Little Gore Christ, when he was six years old, watching this. Oh, when I was six, I was rocking the bowl cut and the and the Harley Davidson long sleeve. When I was six years old. Yeah, or the or it was the Ghostbusters baseball tee. I had that the Ghostbusters two logo. And with the matching jammy bottoms. There was a Cobra Viper laying there too. GI Joe tank. So yeah, at this time when I was six, I was either I had the bowl, the the, the Gore Christ bowl, 
I was either wearing I was either wearing the Harley long sleeve or I was wearing the Ghostbusters two baseball tee like the Raglan with the with the jammy bottoms. So that's usually what I was rocking around this time. Dude, one of my exes I was talking about before we started recording. I just wanted to disclose this because you just made me think of this. How cool is it that her actual birth name because her dad was a biker was Harley. So I had my own Harley Quinn before it was like chic. Ha! Yeah. Yeah, the diamond in the rough there. I did. I did. At one time. Big grass and feet. Ugh. That's the only thing that hard I can't watch. Now that looks like a Dr. West uh, haircut too. A, a little Dr. West. Like maybe after bowl or pre. Like when you got a little older you had that. that I never had the mullet. That's kind of the mullet. It's almost the mullet. That. It's not quite the mullet. It's just the... That looks like a school day haircut. Like you're gonna get the yearbook photo here. Yeah, I never had the I never had the, the back longer part. I always had the just bowl. Never had the year the yearbook bowl like that. No, I don't. I you know I I, I had a mullet almost one time, and then I cut, I cut it to where it was all one length and did the rest of my deal. And here I am today. Um, but no. Hmm. I'll see. I mean, he's, not a mullet, but he's, he's, he's cruising about a month or two out of a mullet. Yeah, he's pushing the mullet. That is a Jeff Foxworthy haircut, current as of today. <laughs> it is, yes. Dude, stepping on glasses, no. Have I, have I ever told the story about my glass incident on this podcast? I don't believe so. I think it's relevant. It's really quick. So. This girl that was like maybe a year older than me in high school was getting drunk at this pool at my friend's house, like the the, the apartment condo slash complex's actual pool, and she was doing it after hours, and the stupid cunt was drinking fucking Corona, <laughs> and, the, and he's fucking, her and these rednecks were smashing the bottles. Well, we didn't know that, because it's like all this glass is like lying, the glass is in the glass, you know? Yeah. And my buddy and I were like, let's go down there and see if we can fucking, you know, find anything. Maybe they left some beer or some pot or something. And sure. We jumped, it was my friend Jason and I, we jumped over the, we had to sneak in because it was closed, just like they did, and I landed in glass. Jesus. Now. Ugh. Yeah, like, it literally went in my foot. Now, thank God my friend Jason's mom, Vicky, was a nurse. Mm-hmm. Your panty snap, you can always. Yeah, I set my, my foot up really bad, dude. Like, I couldn't walk on it. I mean, she was a nurse, so I didn't put that there was no yard or anything like that, but I had to, uh, I had to like, stay off my foot for like a week. Jeez. Crutches, the whole thing. Like, it was bad. Like, just imagine, like, the bottom part of a broken chrono bottle going into your foot. Blech. I've had something like yeah, that happen. You know, 
Something similar. Yeah, it was not fun. But, uh... And I did get some dirty panties out of it, and I did fuck her later and told her I was having the panties, and then she was like... Anyway, so, there. Yeah. Oh, you can always send I mean, your panties. Turkey, you know, when you're telling something really nasty, so it's pretty funny. You can always send your panties to the doctor. Uh, the the actor William Smith here, who is the major, uh, he was best known for being Anthony Falconetti in Rich Man Poor Man, the seventies miniseries. But he was also uh, Adonis in the in the sixties Batman, and he was uh, he was Detective Chemo in uh, Hawaii Five O. Also. <laughs> Conan's father in Conan the Barbarian, which is badass. Uh, he was Jace. Is that him? Yeah, he was Jace Tataro in A Team. Um, what else was he in? Uh, he was Captain. He was the dad in Conan. Yeah. The one from this you can trust. Yeah, and then he was Captain Ripley in Maniac Cop. So there's his, uh, you know, other film he did with the Cohen Lustig duo. Yeah. You know. Also, he was Tolar in Planet of the Apes, which is awesome too. Um. Wait, really? Yep. The original? Yep, from the 74. Oh, uh, uh, the TV show. Yeah, the show. The show, not the movie. Yeah, that's amazing, dude. I actually have the full run of that show. I'm playing with my own people. He's also in a... Um... He's also in the Frisco Kid, the Gene Wilder Harrison Ford movie. He plays Matt Diggs, but he's in another movie from 1975 that I can't name on this podcast, but it's totally a movie. And uh, his character is Jed Clayton. Um, it's a film directed by uh, Jack Arnold, and it stars Fred Williamson. It's a black exploitation movie, but uh, yeah, I can't. You can just look up all those facts I just shared with you and you can see for yourself what the name of that movie is so a little trivia guys if you want to go look up a Jack Arnold flick uh, starring Fred Williamson from 1975 that also features uh, William Smith in it as Jed Clayton doctor if you would look it up if you don't know the answer to that uh, please don't repeat the name of the ep- of the movie but that is the name of the movie and there's even the, the poster for it again black exploitation film Fred Williamson, which I love. If you guys are horror fans, you don't watch a lot of black exploitation, which I actually do. Uh, Fred Williamson is in From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, very awesome actor. And one of my favorites definitely led the black exploitation flicks of the of the seventies, the old black westerns, which are still badass to this day. But uh have you seen the, the film yet, Doctor? <laughs> yeah, I, I came across that and I was like, I don't think I've seen that one, um, but I'll definitely check it out. Again, I won't tell anybody I saw it. I will say I saw it, but I can't say the name. So, but it's. No, you're good. We're, we're talking about it. We won't even leave that alone. <laughs> but you but guys, there, more there than welcome. The fine pyrus that that is also the Duke. Yep. In Escape from New York. And, and Chef in South Park for you youngsters. Um, yeah, Isaac Hayes, jazz singer. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I forgot one more thing William Smith is in that I should mention because it's it's awesome is uh, uh, Red Dawn. He's uh, uh, Stronikov, so that's cool. Oh, 
that's cool. Yeah, that's a good one for sure. Yeah, that remake of Red Dawn was a fucking turd. Somebody was like, man, it's really good, and I watched it. I was like, dude, this is horrible. I've never watched it, never will. It's awful. Stuff, stuff like that, I'm just like, yeah, no thanks. I don't care if Chris Hemsworth's in it. I'm not doing it. I'm just not watching it. Same thing, I won't watch the Point Break one or any of that stuff. I just don't have any interest in it. Dude, now let me tell you something. That Point Break remake is the biggest pile of shit I have ever yeah, seen. you can't remake movies like that. You just can't do it. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It just doesn't do it. I mean, even the worst actor on the planet, Keanu Reeves, couldn't fucking save that movie, even in a remake. No. Because I'm just... I'm John Wick, bruh. I'll do it, bruh. <laughs> All right, we're... I've never... I do not like Keanu Reeves. I can't stand him. I don't know how he gets an acting job. Okay, there's my done. We're going to... popular, sir? How do you make money? I have no idea. After that Dracula... Oh. After that Dracula movie, should have just been like... Ugh. But anyway, uh, I'm going to queue up Chuck here to do what everyone here knows as... Altering the future. Altering the future! Take you back. Uh, this movie's 96. We've never done this year. Uh, it's a little far out there for our normal wheelhouse, but late 90, you know, mid to late 90s is still good shit. You know, a lot of good horror was coming around, back around at this time. It started kicking back up, you know. I think death metal took the place of horror as far as music, and there wasn't really a whole lot going on. Um... But this is when I start kicking back up. It's pretty sweet, so we'll get into that. I'll cover the movies of 96, and the Doctor will cover the music, which might actually, the music way, get back into being turds. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, well, this is an era of movies. This is when I really started watching movies on my own and, and started doing it. So there's a lot of movies here that are, you know, stuff I watched a lot, you know, because I was young at this time, so... It's it's rare I actually have movies that I saw in theaters and shit like that, because this is more when I was actually alive, you know. <laughs> like the, you know, Doctor's got his crazy experiences that he lived through and all the good stuff, and I had all this stuff. So it's interesting we're in this position now. So we'll go first, cover horror second, or I'll just get to that last. There's not a whole lot of them. Uh, we'll start with The Edge, and that one is uh, Anthony Hopkins, Alec Baldwin pretty cool uh, you got that that fucking flipper movie with Paul Hogan I remember that didn't care for it uh, so you got Dragonheart with Dennis Quaid Sean Connery awesome movie got The Phantom with uh, Billy Zane got probably my probably my favorite Muppet movie it's Muppet Treasure Island love that film uh you got Beavis and Butthead do America. First time I ever got stoned, I watched that, and I thought I was just going to actually die laughing because I couldn't stop, even after the movie was over. Uh, let's see. You got Mystery Science Theater 3000, the movie. Uh, you got Land Before Time 4, Journey Through Time. By then, I wasn't even really watching those films. I liked the older ones. Um... Got the Doctor's favorite movie, Independence Day, with his favorite actor, Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> you got a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got Mission Impossible, uh, the first one. You got James and the Giant Peach, which I love. I like the book more. Um, got Star Trek, First Contact. Now, I'm going to say something about that real quick. 
every fucking next generation wannabe fan says that's the best Star Trek movie. My first opinion on that movie was a fucking snooze fest. I like uh, Generations way better than that. It's like, what is the deal? It's like, gotta do Borg, gotta have Borg, gotta have Borg, and every type of thing we do. Is there gonna be Borg in this? We gotta have some Borg in this. Gotta have Borg in this. It's like, and that's, I hate to be this way, but that's one of the reasons the next generation is kind of like, eh. I'm not a big fan of the Borgs. I like the, you know, the Cardassians, and I like the fucking Klingons. I'm just saying, you have to admit, they did it to death, and they really did it with that movie. Oh, yeah. The time travel thing, and the annoying black chick, and and it's not she's black, she's just fucking annoying. Yeah, and you know, the the Uh thing about that, I don't even think I've seen that movie. I'm pretty sure I skipped that one. Um, I mean, there's good parts in it, but how people think that's the best Star Trek movie, it's like, wrong. Because it's probably the only thing they've seen. Um, well, yeah, they got that P card on CBS on demand. Oh, yeah, P card, and there's a little winery. Anyway, uh, Jerry Maguire, uh, very iconic movie, probably one of the most iconic movies of '96 and beyond. Uh, you know, you complete me and the all that bullshit. Show me the money, all that bullshit. That's Jerry Maguire. A lot of people somehow have never seen that film. It's very, very iconic. Uh, the Crow, City of Angels. That one is the Mia Kirshner one. Uh, it's weird. Uh, I think that's the sequel, like the second one, because then there's that turd with uh, Edward Furlong. Then I don't know why. I don't know the one you're talking about. It's fucking. It's it's like, and I, and, I, and again, I'm just being honest about this. <clears throat> crow City of Angels is Eddie Guerrero with the crow. <laughs> God. Um, then you got the Wayne's Brothers movie. Don't be a menace to South Central. Latino God. That's pretty Latino good. Latino God. <laughs> anyway, I can't, I can't uh, do it. You got the Wayans movie, Don't Be a Menace to South Central While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. It's a great movie. That movie's pretty funny. I yeah, love that movie. It's so fucking funny. Um, got that awful Pinocchio live action movie, which they should have just looked back at that for any of these remakes they try to do with Disney films. It just, just don't do it, because that's what it looks like to me. It just looks like that fucking Pinocchio movie. Uh, you got one of my favorite Van Damme movies, The Quest. Love that film. Um, Spy Hard. You got Tremors 2, Aftershocks. You got Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie, which I actually own that on DVD and VHS. Um, one of my favorite comedies ever, Black Sheep. That is, uh, David Spade and, and Chris Farley, of course. Um... You got a very Brady sequel. I actually like those turd 90s Brady Bunch movies that they did. Uh, yeah, they're good. I really like them. I've always liked them. Um, what else we got? We got Bulletproof. That's with Adam Sandler and James Caan and Damon Wayans. I don't know why I like that movie, but I think it's funny. Um, this was an early wacky movie for me where I started really stroking my beef and figuring out my wiener a little bit. It was Barbed Wire with uh, Pamela Anderson. Woo! I've got that yeah, that's that's an early one. That's like, Corey's got to rub his penis against hard hard surfaces. Uh, you got you got Jackie Chan's First Strike. Um, you got Harriet the Spy. I love that show and the movie. It was great. Um, you got The Substitute. That's a for all you women out there, that was probably one of your early wacky films if you're my age, The the Substitute. They're like, I have, I'm going to go watch The Substitute. Go away. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, great Disney movie, one of the good ones, early ones. 
doctor's dying of corona currently, so hopefully I get through this list so he can get to the fucking music before he, no, I just, I fucking swallowed this before he croaks on me here. Speaking of... Speaking of uh, swallowing wrong, we got the bird cage with Robin Williams, uh, and uh, what is it, Calista Flockhart, Nathan Lane. It, it, that movie's in, fucking hilarious. Um, Robin Williams, one of his best movies by far, is, is Bird Cage. Really underrated, and Hank Azaria's in it too. It's good. Uh, another Robin Williams movie that came out in '96 was Jack. That's the one where he's basically a you know little kid in old, you know older man's body. Kind of like myself and the doctor, so that that's a that's a good movie. Um, Matilda, that was a super wubby movie for me. Uh, just love that film, Danny DeVito. The cool thing about that movie, <clears throat> it is a little bit. But the, here's a cool metal uh, shout out here. In Matilda, her her bully ass brother, he's sitting there in the I forget how long it is into the film, but he's watching TV. And he has a fucking Napalm Death tour shirt on. So, next time you're watching Matilda, be on the lookout for her brother in it. He's sitting down watching TV on the living room floor, and he has a Napalm Death shirt on. So, there you go. It is awesome. Uh, what else we got here? We got Executive Decision with Kurt Russell. Uh, we... It is good. Yeah, and you got Ransom with yeah Ransom with Mel Gibson. Um, you got Mahal. Yeah, you got Mahal and Falls. That's Jennifer Collin and Nick Nolte. Um, what else we got here? Uh, you got Train Spotting. That was Ewan McGregor. Um, yeah. I don't really remember much of that movie. Bottle Rocket. It was, was a hipster movie. It was a hipster movie when it came out. It's a hipster movie now, so I'm going to give that my long Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. Uh, Bottle Rocket. That's with Luke and Owen Wilson. Never seen that either, but I know I've heard of it. Uh, one of me and the Doctor's favorite movies, Swingers. John Favreau. Love that movie. Yep. It's, it's wonderful, and Vince Vaughn, Heather Graham, probably one of the only movies I like Vince Vaughn in, um, is that one. Um, what else? Dodgeball. Yeah, Dodgeball's great. Um, let's see what else, I guess. That's good enough, we can go into the horror stuff here. Oh wait, we, we gotta do this one. Some of the best comedies ever made right here. You got, you got Joe's Apartment. You got Larger Than Life with Bill Murray. It's that Never elephant movie. Never seen Joe's Apartment. Never seen it. It's good. It's, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, why, why would I would not watch that movie? Because I'm definitely afraid of roaches and bugs. So. Yeah, you wouldn't like that movie at all. Um, no. But yeah, Larger Than Life, that's that Bill Murray movie with uh, where he's got the fucking uh, elephant in it. Uh, loved it. it. Loved it. Uh, Kingpin. Love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um... Uh, what else you got? Ah, before I get to that very last one. There's D3, Mighty Ducks. And then... Fuck it, I'll just do it. Happy Gilmore. I mean, obviously, that one's great. Dude, it's the best thing he ever did. I love it that is. movie. It's fucking awesome. First Wives Club. I don't know why I watched that movie a lot with my mom. I actually think it's really funny. Um, it's hilarious. It's got... Uh, Goldie Hawn, Diane Keaton, and Bette Midler. It's actually a really funny movie. 
yeah, it's, it's a great cast. Uh, highly recommended. It's it's really funny. Um, maybe that I'm old now, I might hate it, but I think it's pretty good. Uh, you got The Rocks, Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage. You got Eraser, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You got Twister. One of my favorite Bruce Willis movies, Last Man Standing. Um, what else? All right, now we'll go to the horror. Sorry, we got. Uh, oh wait, there's still some more. Hang on. Multiplicity. I just talked about that. I fucking love that movie, Michael Keaton. It's a weird one, but I love it. Um, you got the Cable Guy. That's a good movie. It is good. Jim Carrey. It's very weird for him. Uh, Biodome. It's a classic. I can't get into that one. I, and I, I'm a huge Paul Shore guy, but I can't. I can't do that movie. I just. I, I liked that movie when I was younger. Tried to watch it in the last couple of years, and it wasn't as funny. It's just not. Um, for you Christmas fans, Jingle All the Way. It's actually one of my favorite Christmas movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Never seen it. It's hilarious. Never seen it. And it's got Sinbad in it. I love it. Uh, Nutty. I don't do Christmas stuff though. Oh, I know. So. Nutty Professor, or Eddie Murphy. Love those movies too. I just Never watched. Seen it. Just watched those the other day. They're actually really funny. Um, Never seen it. They're they're pretty great. Um, what else? Uh, We've got Fargo. That's a big one. Sling Blade. You're not missing out on much. Um, let's see. All right, now I'll do. I'll, okay. Let's see. Got Lawnmower Man two. He's straight up playing with Destro. You got Joe stuff on TV right now. It's amazing. Major Bloods on that tank. That's right, kids. I'm a GI Joe fan. You got another. You got another favorite movie here for the Doctor, and that is Escape from L.A. He loves it. No. <laughs> uh, Mars Attacks, which I do love. Uh, I can never get into that movie either. I don't like Tim Burton. I like, I like uh, the first TV movie, and that's it. I don't like yeah. anything in the first Batman. I, I don't like Tim Burton. I'm not a fan, man. I'm not a fan of that guy. I just don't like him. We got it From Dust Till Dawn. I hate that movie. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't like, uh... What's his name as a rapist? Um... The... What's his name? Fuck. It's Quentin Tarantino. I don't like it. Uh, I liked it a lot when I was younger, but I've seen it too many fucking times. Way too many times. George Clooney is a terrible actor. Yeah. And I've never liked him in anything. He's a terrible Batman. I don't like him. Alright, and there is the... As we're seeing on the screen before I continue, there's the corpse of your, your eventual killer. Uh, sometimes they come back. Uh, Love it. Got, on Blu-ray. Love it. You got Fear. That's that movie with Reese, uh, Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg. Fear. I don't own that movie. That movie's fucked up. It is fucked up. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty damn good, actually. I remember it's a very stalker movie. It's good. Uh, Children of the Corn Four: The Gathering. That has Naomi Watts in it. It has Naomi Watts. I think that's the one that is actually good out of all those shitty ones. Pretty sure 4 is like the next good one. Because all those sequels are terrible. Um, you got Bad Moon. You got uh, Bordello of Blood, which I love. There's Corey Feldman in it. Dennis Miller. I loved it when I was younger. Um, you got Thinner. Another Stephen King. Thinner. I don't like the book. I don't like the story. I don't. I just don't. I don't, I don't like it. It's weird. Um, you got the craft, which I do love that movie. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. And I'll do these two kind of go together because I saw them again at this time. So it was like the craft, 
made me afraid to go take a shower because of the scene where she has her hair start falling out. I would always check my hair to make sure it wasn't falling out. And then, the Brian using a classic, The Dentist. I didn't go back to the dentist for like 12 years. It's disgusting. And I went to... I, I didn't go back to the dentist for like 12 years after that film, and that's no joke. And, uh, yeah, it's awful. Um... Then we got The Frighteners, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's Peter Jackson, Michael J. Fox, goodness. Um, it's just a great movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. It holds up in time. They need to make a good Blu-ray of it because they don't have one. Um, and we'll do second to last, but not least. The first one is actually not a horror film, but the second to last one, as far as one of the bigger films to come out, it's another Doctor classic that he loves, is the first Scream film. Dude, I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I'm going to get you here in a minute with the music stuff. Oh, yeah. It's going to be bad. Um, but, yeah, Scream, I do love it. I still do to this day. Um, Dude, I, I can't... I cannot deal with any of those movies. I, I don't care that they're making another one. I just... I, I don't like them. To me, it's mocking what I like. Well, it's mocking it, but also... A part of it, it's not like a full-on parody. Like scary movie is mocking the mocking of it. You know, I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's just, it's just not something that I ever like. And I, I'm not scared of anybody in that cast. Nothing was scary to me about those movies. No. I had to go back and watch them because Jan watched them. Fucking excuse me, wheelchair Barbara watched them, and I'm just <laughs> like, dude, these movies are fucking garbage. I, I, I don't like them. I yeah. would love to tell you that I do. I, I can't do it, you know. And I saw the first one to the theater, and I was like, this is garbage. I just, I just don't like it. Yeah, I get it. Um, and the final one, they'll name, then we'll finally get on the goddamn music. What? Space Jam. And the end, that's it. That's it. It's the best movie that came out there. Never, you know, or excuse me, I've never seen it. Space Jam's awesome. It's got Bill Murray. It's a great movie. Michael Jordan's cool as fuck. Looney Tunes stuff is cool. It's really rad. I've never seen it. Soundtrack sucks. I mean, everybody jerks off about that soundtrack, but I've just never really... You know, it, it is what it is. It's like 90s stuff, but I've just... I just like the actual movie. A lot of people just hold on to the soundtrack part of it. I like the movie itself, you know. I don't like that Believe I Could Fly shit. And I, I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. I've, heard it, I've heard it too many fucking times. Yes, sir. Let's go to music. 1996. I'm sure we got some great ones that the doctor just loves in this list. Okay, so Future of the Past from Vader. Good. Uh, Kill Train Suicide, Grindcore Record from Brutal Truth. Love him. Shout out to Dan Liker. Uh, Hating Life from Grave. Uh, Spawned by Evil from Necrophobic. Hell yeah. Um, let's see here. Dope Stick from I Hate God. Classic. Uh, Hacked Up for Barbecue from Mortician. It's good stuff. It is. It's Embrace the death from Sphinx. Love it. Uh, let's see. Purification through violence from Dying Fetus. Classic. Um, Trickery of the Lost from Robin Christ. Abducted from Hypocrisy. My favorite one. Um, let's see here. Um. Uh. Eternity from Anathema. I used to like that band, kind of. Down from Sinners. These aren't death metal albums. These are just goth and weird metal albums that came out with that. Some of this stuff is kind of a mixed bag. Uh, 
let's see. Uh, Phil Tick from Ministry. I realize that's like industrial stuff, but I really like that record. Ministry's great, man. Um, Blood Soul from Flesh Crawl. Uh, Love it. Dustin Hearn Brace from Cradle of Filth. Um, great album. Hammer of Gods from Angel Corpse. It's a great album. Oh, yeah. So fl- uh, Florida Death. The Sun from My Dying Bride. Love them. Um, Nemesis Divinia from Satyricon, best thing they ever did. So good. Um, Philos, Philos, I'm <laughs> saying that from Burzum. I love that record. That one's but, good. I can't say it, whatever. Philosum, Philos, Philosum, whatever. Philosum. Um, Great Southern Train Kill from Pantera. Love it. Um, Heavy as balls. Return to form Elegy album. Elegy from Amorphous. Black Earth from Arch Enemy. Deatribes from Napalm Death. Love it. Millennium from Monstrosity. Oh. Uh, Temple of Knowledge from Cataclysm. It's good Morning shit. Rise from Opeth when they were still good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Jester Race from In Flames when they were still good. Oh, that's a great Here album. Here and After from Immolation. Love it. Hypocrisy, hypocrisy None So Vile. <laughs> and now Corey, Corey's favorite albums of 1996 Vile from Cannibal Corpse his favorite band um, let's see what else we got here oh it just gets better um, Roots from Sepultura a clean classic ah oh, damn I got that record one of favorite records ever made yeah it's just it's so good I love it out of all their albums and then, and then I'm ending here <clears throat> Corey's favorite album of 1996 Make the Kill Repeat from Slip Nah <laughs> You know I would actually if I had that album it'd be worth it's worth a lot of money and it always has been but I've never that if you even if you like Slipknot that album is fucking awful like it's not even an album it's just it's terrible music and it's before Corey Taylor it's before a lot of the members joined the band, and it was really, really, really bad. And it's sad to say that a lot of bands still sound like Mate Feed were Kill Repeat era Slipknot. It's it's awful. And a lot of bands stayed in that sound throughout those years where all these other bands were doing kind of mediocre new metal music. But the fact that there's still bands that sound like that era of Slipknot is is just blows my mind. You know, it's most of these backwoods. Shithole bands that are. I'm, I'm, not done. I'm, I'm still doing your best of '96. Oh great! Well, well, I thought that was it. That was a pretty big one. No, nope, no. Nope. So we're continuing on. This is Corey's best of '96. I'm no longer <laughs> in control. These are things he sent me privately during this chat. Yeah. Yep. So down on the upside from Soundgarden. <laughs> um. Oh. Hold on. Pivotal point in the movie here, if you guys are following along with us on your 2B app, your DVD, or whatever the fuck you got at home. Uh, they are desecrating the the grave site of the Uncle Sam character. And now he is he is alive. You see his corpsified eyes yeah, open. When you desecrate Phantasm, you get killed. Anyway, um... Another album... I mean, this is, this is one that I literally... Didn't want to listen to this one time. Corey put it on. He literally started crying and air guitar into it, and that's Metallica Load. 
<laughs> and Scott was like, "Hey, Ma," or the uh, I can't think of the name of that song anymore. Whatever, ain't my bitch. Yeah, that's a great song. It's a classic. They should have won a Grammy for it. Okay, here's another one. Uh, one of Corey's favorites in '96, "Rage Against the Machine," "Evil Empire." I actually do like that record, and I own it. Uh, Anacraft superstar from Marilyn Manson, another one that Corey really likes. He no. likes to get his golf girls home and <laughs> put on his Manson wig and make love to him. I mean, it'd be easier uh, than what I'm doing now if I did that, but sadly, uh, I don't I don't like Marilyn Manson, so. And then Corey's favorite album of 1996, Oh, Anima from Stool. It's what? Anima from Stool. I actually do. That's my favorite Tool album, by far. It's a great album. Well, there you go. To actually now, really like... Dr. West will finish his list here. The Dark Saga from Ice Earth. It's good. It's a classic. Uh, Spawn. Harper here in the in his bedroom. And that's it. We'll stop with Bathory. We'll just end right there. I think that's that's a good enough. Well, actually, let me try one more thing. I'm gonna try one more search to see if I'll miss something here because I feel like I did. Let me just. <clears throat> well, we got. We might see some potential Mister Skimless here in a minute. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen this, but uh, you know. Oh, there we go. Look at that. We got the. Sam Harper and that fucking that Uncle Sam mask. It's fucking Here we fun. go. Murdu, Kevin Shelburne. That's another one I missed. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the best album they ever did. Dark Funeral, Secrets of the Black Arts. Best thing they ever did, hands down, in my opinion. So good. Uh, Born of the Flickering from Old Man's Child. That's one for Corey. The first Borknagar record. That's another one for Corey. Love it. Um, See, look at him on the stilts. That's a doctor move right there. He's on, He's got the stilts uh, so he can uh, go on the... Uh, Black Thrash Attack. I saw that band before they broke up. Oh, if you guys um, are on a 40-minute mark and 30 seconds, Mr. Skinless. See some boobage and some butt. So there you go. Nocturnal, and that's spelled with a K, not a C. Uh, lunar Poetry. Um... Let's see here. I think we're about out of stuff. Behemoth Ron, which is weird. A bunch of assholes, but there you go. There's a <laughs> weird Behemoth record. There's no fucking weird with his stilts on. Uh, Moon, Moon and the Scorpio from Limbonic Art. And that's a strange band. I saw those dudes one time. Huh. Limbonic Art. Um, 
I'm not sure if people are out there familiar with them. You should check them out when Bonacard. I don't, I don't think they do still do anything, but I, they might. I, I'm not familiar if they do. I, I liked when Bonacard. I thought when Bonacard was a cool band. Well, here we go. We got some heads. I don't think so. If they did, it was a year I didn't get to go. But you got Sam Harper here. He's about to cut down the uh, the peeping Tom here with his with his stilt, so he can get his uh, iconic Uncle Sam attire from this creeper here. That's uh, utilized his stilts to get up on the third floor window, so you can see some uh, some some chick get get nudie in her in her bathroom. So. Now, I'm going to do a list of what I was not listening to in 1996. This is the fun part right here. I was not listening to... Here's some hedge clippers. He's about to get speed, 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 speed. And Sam Harper's got himself. Oh, his eye almost eye gouged him. There he goes. Of course, it's a cutaway kill, but I promise there is some really good stuff in this film. Um, don't see that one. See the blood there on the hedges, the hedge clippers. And now he. And the last one, Corey's favorite album of 1996 rap is you know, not gonna lie, I had that album when I was when I was this age. I did, I'm not gonna lie. I grew up with all that bullshit. But is it my favorite one? Absolutely not. It's actually really bad. And I've heard it so many times that I just I can't do it. Can't do it, folks. It's like I get it. Maybe the first two corn records were fine, some of their later stuff in the two thousands were okay. That album, can't do it, never could. Don't like it. I never, I don't know what it is. I never understood that band. I didn't understand the, the I didn't understand them. No, granted, not in every every song on the album favorite of mine at all. Like you know, a lot of those bands, just a couple songs were cool. The rest of the album was a turd, and that's kind of how that band's always been. I mean, I was dressed pretty much now, but I just I couldn't get into it. I, I, the only the only since we're doing a confessional, the only new metal band that I liked, and I saw them before they. Even had their first album come out. I saw I saw several of these new metal bands before they were popular. I saw Slipknot before they were popular. I saw Corn before they were popular, and I didn't like either one of them. I despised both of those bands. But I'll tell you somebody that I did like. And you since we're just having a confessional here, I saw them looking for Faith No More. I really liked Limp Biscuit. I really did when I saw them. I thought they were really talented. And I liked them. I really did. I thought they were good. Yeah, I'd go see them in a heartbeat. I think Wes Borland's a great guitar player, and they, they perform really well. I thought they were good. Now, this is that very first record. This is yeah. that $3 bill thing, and, and I saw it. and It wasn't out yet, but they played stuff off of it, and then they just blew up after that. And those first three records, I mean, whatever. You know, it's new, it's cheesy, but what they were to me, they were the new metal equivalent of Molly Cruz, so I kind of liked them. Yeah. So. They're yeah, kind I- of hair That's a good one. Um, I mean, they they kind of had the look no everyone else was afraid to have. I'm not, I'm not saying they're good. I'm just saying that, you know, for me, 
they were, uh, I don't know why, and I want to apologize guys for that noise just then. I don't know why people choose to call me that I haven't heard from in, in six months when I'm trying to record, but they do. <laughs> Yeah, that makes um, sense. And I still stand, I still stand by that, but um, uh, corn. I just didn't like them. I, th- I thought, it, I mean, that whole record, you know, he just he whines too much, and I the guy thinks he's some kind of like Andy Warhol genius too. That fucking thing, and I just, I can't deal with him. Yeah, um, I get that. I just don't. That's why certain I, stuff I, I can do. And there was a guy that you and I used to be friends with. He brought. Man, he had a Seth Curry hoodie on. I don't give a shit. That, that man <laughs> sucks. I don't like him. You know, and I, I, I just couldn't get into it. You know, it. it yeah. Oh, here it we go. Their own, you know, people, people can like and listen to whatever they want to, but I never, I don't know. Just like I never went through a Nine Inch Nails thing. I just, I don't like that stuff. I, I just don't. It was the same like trendy garbage that I sold at the record store I worked at. I just wasn't interested in it. It wasn't interesting to me. You know. But, yeah. Or uh, get hung on a flagpole like this gentleman is uh, getting with his. I don't really want that to happen. Well, it's just funny. It's just funny. He's got he's got the straight up nineties. Uh, I don't know what to call that haircut. It's like the the pretty boy haircut that they have in the nineties. That's the Tony Hawk haircut. That's a little Tony Hawk haircut. It sure is. It's a little. That's more feather, like a. It's, it's almost like a Bucky Lassick, almost. I guess I don't remember. You know. It's a, it's a, it's a feather bowl. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's like the wispy. You know the. That's like the early. I don't know. Just like everybody had that haircut in these movies. Bringing up Scream. That's the the Scream hairdo. You know what's his name? Uh, I guess I think it's Stu or so was Stu. Matthew Lillard, the other asshole or whatever, he had that haircut. The main, the main killer guy. Cause there's two of them. Spoiler alert. Hadn't seen Scream for some reason. Um, that one dude has that haircut. I can't think of his name. To save my life. Um, I think it's, I think it's an age thing, and I think if you if you were a certain age, and it was something like if I had been in my teens and and rented. Uh, uh, scream at a video store and took it home and fell in love with it or something. Maybe yeah. I just missed something with it, but I did not like it. I, the entire time I'm watching it, I'm not even making the yeah, Bill, Billy the Loomis is I was watching it. I was like, can I please just go watch Friday Thirteenth Part Two or Four? <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, uh, like Billy Loomis. That's know, who I, hair that looks like. Sorry. How to get that I out there. I mean, in terms of disclosure, and it's not, Right. 
Yeah, and the fly, the fly, that was your favorite. I think Rats was talented, you know, but I, you know, that was the other thing. To me, and I, I don't think I'm the only person that feels this way. I, I felt like Wes kind of turned his back and made money off stuff that had made him money. So I still think those movies. I, I, let, me, let me put it like this: uh, Scream is the Wayne's world of the horror genre. I, just don't like <laughs> I, I, I find it offensive. I really do. I don't like it. You know, I just don't. Yeah. You know, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like anything about it. I don't think... I, I just don't. And I hate Drew Barrymore and everything, so I just... Uh, yeah. Just don't. It's not a fan. Not a fan at all. I just don't... I don't know. I, and I never watched the sequels. I watched that first one, and I just didn't like it. You know, and I was on a date, and she got mad at me because I was bitching about the movie the whole time. <laughs> I didn't even see it. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, it sounds like me, doesn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's classic Dr. West. Well, I just... You know, and, and it's not really you or whoever impressed it, but to me, it's, it's garbage. I just don't... I don't like it. It's like... You know, I don't want to see a spoof of fucking Texas Dream Master because I like that movie you know and right. remakes might as well have been fucking spooks. yeah basically but you know I'm about to get an ad in three seconds I already had mine I don't know if I'm about to get another one you get like one of yeah. them if we're lucky it's we can do progressive ad. it's pro on my TV we can do like five of these You know, that's the first time I've heard you get an ad I get one like every 20 minutes it's like three, two, one. this is I've never gotten one. This is the first time I've gotten one. It is odd. But. Three, two, one, add. But do you know what I mean? Like, I I think, um, I don't know, I just, I was never real good on his staff. And to be honest with you, this is mean, but when, when, when he did those movies, I was done with him. Yeah. You know? I mean, he never really did much after that. that. Oh, man. You know, it's just like, I just, I don't know, man, like that. Well, he was in scream mode when he did that because he's like, it's a movie within a movie about a movie. It's like I'm not, I don't really like that story. But, but, anyway. I mean, but uh, was it innovative? Maybe. I mean, but I just I don't I don't I don't care for it. You know? No, because he went ahead and did that with Scream Three. It's the same thing. It's like the killer is. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. Here's my thing. You're gonna do have directors all over the genre that are just done plenty of bad films. Yeah. But you know, but there's a uh, PJ Souls right there. <laughs> Or PJ. It's kind of like, how would I describe this? It's kind of like, um, what is wrong with that? That fucking. That kid in the wheelchair? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of freaking me out. Oh, what, what, uh, what, what are you on? No, we need to do a sync up here for a second. What, uh, I'm at 52 minutes and 16 seconds. Yeah, I'm stopped. Well, let me know when you get the 5216. Yeah, I'm, I'm not anywhere near that. Because if you just saw that kid, because you had that fucking, you had to see that progressive ad. Yeah, I did. You had to get your car insurance. Give me a few minutes because I'm nowhere near it. I got it. Let's catch up. When you get to 5216, just say, okay, good. And then I'll roll it back up. We've got to sync. we got to sync back up here on Phantasm Podcast. Doing the quarantine era. You are in the quarantine era of Phantasm right now. Everybody's in their own little era here, so um, 
Hope you all are safe out there. And when you're listening to this, you're not driving around uh, doing stupid shit and going where you shouldn't be going. You should stay at home. That'd be a douchebag. But people are going to go do that anyway. But if you're running the store, it's one thing. If you're sitting in your own house bored, you're listening to this stuff, we appreciate you uh, letting us be your entertainment for this evening. And like I said, if you have any streaming devices or whatever, download the 2B app. It's free. You don't have to sign up. Put in an email. I prefer putting in an email because it's still free. You don't have to put in a card or anything. But you get to keep your cue. So I like to favorite because there's a lot of shit on this app. So without an email address, you can't favorite stuff to like go back and watch later, like add it to a watch list. But it's still free no matter what. But take the time just to do the whole email thing. That way you can add titles to your stuff. Especially maybe you want to add a uh, a phantasm uh, queue to your your app so you can watch all the stuff we've done or some of the stuff we've done. Alright, go ahead and roll it. I am um, they're at the band. Yeah, okay. We're good now. Slasher guy and myself. He's like somebody he fucking. He doesn't look real. Yeah, he looks like a. His hair looks like a fucking wig, and he looks like he's wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> it does. He looks fucking weird. And they're just like zooming right in on him. They're like, "Here's your kid, Doctor West." I mean, my fucking kid. Now here we go. He's about to get the fucking. I roll his ass and go away. Fuck that ugly looking motherfucker. And but do you know what I mean? Like, I just I think a lot of people get hung up on, but it's just like. There's just a lot of the people that people uh, act as genre defining, and I just I just don't get it. You know, I'm very I don't I don't hand that out to people a whole lot. So I mean, they they you know. if you if you're going to put a gun to my head and you're going to say, okay, you know, who's horror to you? It's Stephen King and Carpenter, and that's it. Yeah. If you're going to take it a step further, I'm being completely honest about this. It's Alfred Hitchcock, and that's it for me. Like I don't. I, I, Vincent Price, anything Vincent Price did, you know, as an actor, just as a, as that. But I, but, you know, I, I don't, I just don't like. I don't like Cronenberg. I don't like. I don't, honestly really don't like a lot of Romero stuff. I just don't. I like pieces of it, but I, as far as am I a huge fan? No, because I just don't. You know. Whereas Stephen King, I like a lot of his stuff. You know, I like a lot of John's stuff. I don't like all of it. You know, 
but I like the majority of it, you know, and there's going to be stuff that like that, but I, I think a lot of the people that are, I mean, people that are held with, with that thing, like that, I'm sorry, that guy that does those fucking, I'm going to be honest with you, full disclosure on this, and I, I try to get into these movies, you know, and, and I, I don't mean it, anything against Kane Hodder, but those Hatchet movies suck. I don't like any of them. Yeah, but they're like throw, but you know, they're not like authentic. They're just they're like. They're not good. They're not good movies. And he's just like, oh, I'm the king of the smash. These movies, dude, your movies suck. Especially yeah. to have a budget like that, your movies are garbage. And it's not Kane, but I mean, that character, you look like a fucking doofus. And, and <laughs> that Victor Crowley character, he looks fucking retarded. He looks like a fucking Barbie doll that's been burnt. It's just, it's just, yeah. one, <laughs> it's just one of those movies where like. They're trying too hard. There's no, there's nothing behind it other than like we want to make an '80s throwback slasher. Yeah, the director fucking sets him, sets himself off like he's some kind of fucking like, you know, genre-defining director. You know, and, and and I hate to say this because I've never said this on here, but I, I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there: The Rich is a terrible fucking movie, and if you like it, you need to have your fucking head examined. And another, I, I don't, I don't like this that fucking. You know, I just, I just don't like it. I don't like stuff like that. I don't, I don't want to watch some bullshit supernatural movie. I'm sick of that crap. I mean, as much as I honestly like the first and second Conjuring movies, and I'll go see them when they put them out, but I, I'm sick of that stuff. I'm just sick of it to death. It's like, you know, the Harmony, Vivian Rose, and Smell fucking Butthole Haunting House. I'm sick of all that crap. <laughs> yeah, that's all they have to offer. No, that's not nothing, though. It's not any good. It's, 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 and there's a few so fucking good. Sorry, I don't know what you watched. It put me to fucking sleep. Nope, dead silent. It's a it's a tween movie. You know, it's all that stuff. All jump scares. It's not good. It's all. Sorry. It's all, not a good movie. I, I don't know what they consider a good movie. That's not a good movie. I don't like jump scare stuff, and it never used to be like that with older horror movies. It's all about for me. I just like it to be visceral. It's just for ten-year-olds to go ah. That's that's what those movies are for. Now, for younger audience, I'll give you the final destination. Seven's that's pretty trippy. I, I don't have a problem with those. But those movies, again, that. those movies are realistic and they're visceral. I like visceral, brutal movies. Whether yeah, they're, I, they don't have to be gory. I, I, I don't have a problem with the Conjuring stuff. The Annabelle stuff has gone too far, and that nun movie was stupid. But 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 some of the like, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, that Happy Death Day, that's, I think that's some of the best stuff I've seen in years. Well, I like slasher um, films, and it's cool. It's got a Groundhog Day concept to it, and it's a slasher film. But, I, but, you know. but I'm just saying the whole, the, this whole fucking supernatural stuff has been done to death. It's, it's, it's old, yeah. you know? No, I agree. And I don't know about you, that kind of activity is like watching a bad YouTube film. It's just like, how did this get made? Yeah, they're they're yeah. terrible. And It's all the same thing too. It's like I recorded us sleeping, and then it's like I got pulled out of bed. Rawr. 
Somebody walks by the fucking bedroom door. <laughs> I guess if you watch Supernatural horror, then you probably love that shit. But for me, I like to watch very simple plot. Mass killer murdering people. Go. Done. Lots of tits, lots of ass, lots of badge. Yep. No dick, no male buns, just naked women. People fucking getting killed. Men getting killed, women getting killed, kids getting killed. I don't care. Kill them all. The whole fucking thing. Yep. That's what I want to watch. You know, it's just hard to do I nowadays. Recently, the, the perfect slasher. I'm not saying it's my favorite, but the perfect slasher. I mean, for me, honestly, if you put a gun to my head, it's <laughs> it's power. Yeah, it's good shit. It's, it's the, it's, it, it is. It's the perfect slasher. It really is. It's the, it's the most effective. It's, it's exactly what I want to watch on film. That or Friday, yeah. Friday Part Four. Jesus Christ. Really Friday Part Two. Yeah, but I mean Four. I don't know the kills in Four. Yeah, he's still kind of like I don't know. I mean, I love that movie, but as a movie, and, and Three is a great, Three is a great slasher. You get it is. Fucking, you know, stuff. But, but Two, Three, and Four are just great. You just leave it there. Even Five is a great slasher. That fucking the it's brutal. Ambulance driver, dude. It's fucking it's really that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's but, brutal. Uh, I'm just saying, it's six four. They get a little ridiculous, but they're fun. But all of them are. But but I'm just saying, you know, I wish, and I think that's why I like that Black Christmas that Blumhouse did. Yeah, I, I really like it. It's just a slasher. There's no frills with it. It's a slasher. That's it. And it's hard to make slashers now because everyone's hung I, up I, on I this kind of. I want you to pause and watch it. I think you. I swear it's good. I, I liked it. I mean, I gotta be honest with you, I really liked it. Invisible Man, I did not like. Yeah. Fantasy Island, sorry kids, loved it. I loved that movie. I used to watch the show when I was a kid, so it harkened back to my childhood, so I'm gonna like that regardless. It's just a giant crack on a bag, I'm still gonna light it and love it. Yeah. Well, here we go. That's pretty brutal. But here, but <clears throat> oh! Decapitation, but, decapitation. But, 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 here, but here's, here's the whole and thing. And he licks the blade clean. Yeah, that's going to work for different people, and I get that. But for me, Brutal. you know, I just, you know, I I can't pretend to like something that I don't. And and I'll never I'll never BS people on what I think about a film, you know. That's any good man I thought was garbage. Yeah. Never seen it. It's stupid, it's predictable, and it's, it, it was crap. And, and of course, it's the one that was most successful out of Black Christmas and Fantasy Island. It was the successful one, of course, because people are fucking stupid. And they, they're, they're uh, trying to set up that Universal shit, but that was the... It just didn't even seem like a movie that was even worth seeing. Well, he, well, well he, Universal just needs to let that go. You can't make modern-day monster film like that and get people interested in it. I mean, for God's sakes, Monster Squad, which is the best throwback in the world to the Universal Classic Monsters, was a critical failure at the box office, and that movie ruled. And it's a cult classic now. I mean, people love that movie. You know. Well, there are people that know what it is, love it, but it still was a failure. I mean, it doesn't even exist technically right now, except for that shitty olive blu-ray with nothing... Yeah. Stripped down, no fucking extras on it. But, but that's not my point. My, my point is that uh, everybody can get something from everything, and I'm not trying to crap on what people like. People can like it if you want. I'm just not going to watch it. I'm not going to support it, spend money on it, or talk about it on here. I don't like it. I'm just going to tell you, I think it's dark, dark shit. But I think. I think way too many people are hyped about this Halloween movie, and it's like I really don't want to watch 
Halloween 2 again. It sounds like all they've done is remade Halloween 2 because the whole thing's in a fucking hospital. I don't want to watch that. Yeah. You know? And I, I think the first one was fairly effective. I didn't jerk off over the way everybody else did, but I thought it was pretty damn effective. But, um, but the second one, I mean, I watch it, I guess, but I mean, I, I just, I don't know, man. I. I feel like people are just reaching for straws with some of this stuff. Yeah. It's just like, they'll just watch it. It's like, oh, it's pretty cool. Next. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Next. The only thing I'll I'm say, the only thing I'll say about the Halloween thing, at least it's a slasher and they're trying to do something. Like, it, usually, there's no slashers anymore. There's no, like, over-the-top stuff anymore. And, and no. You know. i to be honest with you, I liked the movie up until the end of it. I thought the end of it was really predictable and dumb. Yeah, I mean, the usual thing. But I'll go. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I never came when I watched the Halloween movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, I didn't either. Like it was cool, it but just, it never it never satisfied that. Like it's not bad. Um. I think that guy's a terrible Michael Myers personally. I think he's wooden as fuck. I don't think he does a good job. Yeah. Um, but what I think I since know, since you know, you know, Nick Cash was in over saying no, he's not. But they flat out said that he was not in hardly any of it. He is and the guy. They, and they and they lied about that too because they hyped it like, oh, he's in most of the film. No, he's not. He's the unmasked Michael Myers when he drives by in the fucking station wagon. That's it. That's the only scene he's in. When he's old man Myers. I've never seen where he's in a mirror or something, because I looked at all the damn... But you can go on one kid and you look... It's all the unmasked... It's all the unmasked Myers stuff. Shots or something. And that's cool, but it's still just like... It's the unmasked Myers stuff. That's all he does. Now, hold on. Here's, here's my main problem with that... With that... With, with, with what they're doing. You're not going to make me forget about other movies and just think about the first one and you're that arrogant you think you're going to go in and make these movies better than it's because I'm sorry it's just not the same yeah you know and I like Halloween too while they're trying to get people to forget about that I have no idea because I think that's a good movie but whatever well they didn't call they're calling it Halloween Kills or whatever so it's not technically the original second one remade I mean it's supposed to it's a part of all of it but if you're at a fucking hospital you're stealing so yeah well Give me a break. That's what all their shit really does. Here's the other thing. I love Anthony Michael Hall. I love that guy to death. I'm happy our interview did good for you. It's fantastic. If it ain't Paul Webb playing the character, that's fucking stupid. Well, he wanted to yeah. do that. He wanted to do that Ghostbusters well, turd. I mean, like, like, like I said, you already lost continuity with me. If you're not going to have any kind of continuity in the fucking film, and you think just putting Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie gets me to go see it, it doesn't work that way. Oh. You know, in my opinion, that's the worst thing Neck has ever made is an old fart Jamie Lee Curtis fucking uh, <laughs> wannabe, wannabe Sarah Connor fucking figure. It's like, give me a break, dude. What the fuck wants that? Well, come on, Neck, and get your head out of your ass. Nobody wants that. Yeah. If you doubt that, you're fucking pathetic. You're a pathetic fanboy if you bought an old fart Jamie Lee Curtis doll to go with your toy. <laughs> old fart. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, though. <laughs> Still never seen it, never will. It's horrible. It's a horrible fucking film. 
they did it, and it's like, why are you making a PG-13 Venom movie? It should have been rated R. Because they wanted to sell these people. The sequel's coming out, and you got Rooney Harrison there to act as fucking as fucking Carnage. Who? It's who's writing this shit? Well, Sony doesn't give a fuck about their properties. They just want to make the money, and they're going to do it based on whoever the fuck can. You know, they now, think they, they don't just, care. It's just, I'm just telling you, it's awful. They've never cared the about the properties. Di- the guy that directed Venom. Here's my mic drop. It's the same piece of dog shit. Directed and wrote the first and second Zombieland movies, which I fucking hate. Oh yeah, I hate those fucking movies. They're your favorite. And people, people think they're so fucking cool watching those movies. I cannot stand either of those films. And that director is the most talentless hack in Hollywood besides fucking J.J. Abrams. That guy is, he couldn't fucking direct his way out of a fucking paper bag. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, how do I not have a job in Hollywood and these fucks do? Like, give me some money and I'll make fucking stuff people want to fucking watch that are into these characters. I'm not saying everybody's going to like it, but if you have a character, I'm going to do my best to keep true to what it is. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand it. And Tom Hardy, as much as I like him... That's terrible casting for fucking Eddie Brock. It's like, well, who, what were you thinking? Yeah. Eddie Brock's not 30 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eddie Brock's, what, mid, late 20s? I mean, he's, he's not fucking 30. Yeah. I, I just, uh, it's just, it's stupid, man. It's dumb. You know, and, and, and all that was was a cash grab, and I think Disney fucked up letting them sign that into their universe, because I, I don't like the way they did that. Um, I had a commercial, so hang on here. I gotta resync again. <clears throat> do I need to pause mine? Yeah, I'm trying to see because now it's like frozen. What the fuck? I got a buck nine, thirteen seconds. All right, there it is. A buck nine. All right, I'm at minute and eight, so I'm at. See the cowboy hat fuck just walked up. When do you want me to hit play? Um, we have the subtitles on. Hell no. Okay. They showed that kid. 10913 is the number mark. 10913? Alright, I'm almost there. I'm There's that stupid kid that you love that's in this film that's blind or whatever. That's fuck Andy Milanakis, it looks like. I can't tell. Alright, and hit play. Should be good now. It shows the crowd there. A lot of bull cuts. I just don't understand And everyone. Well, it, it was a period too where there's really not a lot of horror going on, but then they make these horror comedy movies that are supposed to be like witty and like all flashy and stuff, where it's just like double tap. Everything I ate rolled up into one. Yes, and Woody Harrelson, and uh, you know they. they I don't know, it's just like a goofy zombie movie and that's what they turn zombies into for a while. Let me tell you some movies that I don't like, okay? Like, and, and I feel like it's like, it's supposed to be, it, it's, it's what I like to just call millennial trash, okay? Zombie Land is one of them. Uh, the second, uh, what, is, what is that other fucking turd series of movies? Hold on, uh, it's never the first one. The sequel to it actually I thought was kind of interesting because Jim Carrey was in it, but um Wanna kick ass? 
That first movie is the most obnoxious, suck-you-off, piece-of-garbage, millennial dog shit I've ever seen in my life. And the second one I actually thought was cool because Jim Carrey's in it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get into that. I couldn't get into it. And I don't care if it's based on Eric. I didn't fucking like it. And, and, and it, it feels like the same Oof, they got diarrhea. Got a firework garbage, execution here. You know, that people... That, yeah. That firework. People, um... This movie looks like a, like a Baywatch episode, but um, <laughs> and I was just gonna say that like it gets like that. What's what's dude? You guys look at a movie that I fucking hate, and I'm trying to think of the name of it. The, the, the movie I'm about to, the movie I'm about to Woo! tell you is the most millennial, obnoxious, rag ass, set me off. I'm I'm a fucking hipster. I'm real stoned. We're on a date. Let me finger bang you with my with my finger that's bigger than my dick. Fucking hipster IPA dog shit mustache twirl at the end beard cocksucker movie. That was a good description. I'm trying to think of the name of it. By the way, it, it, it is seriously the most obnoxious movie I have ever fucking seen in my life. By the way, that's how I want to go out. So if anybody. Wants to come to my memorial whenever it happens. Might be soon with this all going on. Who knows? But I would like to be uh, executed via fireworks show at a uh, probably. This probably is on my birthday right now. So on my birthday, let's go ahead and do the memorial execution where I set off with fireworks through my body. <clears throat> Just be funny. And then you gotta love the cop being. Are you ready for the most? You gotta love the cop being uh, impaled. Alright, this is it. This Are is you the, ready? this is the pinnacle right here. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm. Or whatever. Oh yeah. That movie makes me want to fucking <laughs> Your favorite and, and just just I just imagine that fucking bisexual scumbag director asshole filming it. God I'm so fucking witty. No, he's your favorite director. <laughs> Edgar Wright, who did uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that guy. This, this kid, this kid, am I the only one of us pointed that thinks that guy is nothing but a millennial asswipe? <laughs> a millennial British asswipe. That Shaun of the Dead movie makes me want to fucking vomit a day glow. I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> I just want this. I just want this fucking kid to die. He's pissing me off. I don't know why. You know, I don't like anything that that motherfucker's in. I don't like fucking super bad. I don't like any of that crap. I don't. I. I it's just past my time now. I just wasn't. I just don't like it. Sorry. Those Twenty One Jump Street movies are fucking garbage. I don't like. I don't like that motherfucker either. Jared yeah. Leto's good in one fucking movie. He's getting accepted, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, he's great. In that's movie. it. 
That's the only movie that I like him in. That's it. And actually, I took that back. He's actually really good. I took that back. He's really good in The Watch. That's a fucking really good movie. It's hilarious. But I'm just, but like, and I just, man, I just can't do it, man. It's just a world, it's a world too history for me. I just can't, can't do it, man. Well, it's a different, you know? it's a different time, and, and, and movies lost the attitude it had, and it really just kind of, you can tell where times change with movies, and it's just not the same, you know, and even with me growing yeah, up but, and stuff. But, but I'm not, but I'm not stuck in the time period I grew up in. I'm not one of these people that thinks Goonies is the best movie ever made, because it's not. Well, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, as far as yeah, the actual... But, 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 but listen, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm just going to listen about all of it, because I'm not one of these... Is it a weird one? It's not a weird one, it's just my favorite. Weird Science. No, that is not my favorite movie that he did. Mm. It's not Pretty in Pink, it's not Breakfast Club, although he didn't do Pretty in Pink. No. It's not Sixteen Candle, which none of that shit. Um. It's, it's none of it. I'm not sure. Something I'm missing, it's amazing. It's wonderful. That fucking movie is awesome. No, I would have never guessed that. That movie is Eric Stoltz, Leah Thompson. Goddamn, that movie's awesome. That's a great fucking movie. And like I said, but most people in my age bracket are, oh, oh, John Hughes and Goonies. And you got these people that's like, no, man, Michael Sayre and Jackie Chan are dead and Jackie Scott Tilly versus the world and whatever. But I, I'm not really that crap. You know, I had never even seen American Pie until like fucking five years ago. I mean, I didn't go watch those fucking movies when they came out. I was a fucking adult. Why the fuck would I go watch that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, I grew up in fucking Revenge of the Nerds and Porkies. Which, now, on that step, I'm going to always go to Revenge of the Nerds and Porkies. That's what I grew up with. I didn't grow up with fucking American Pie. It's an age, it's an age thing, you know? Well, that's what I'm trying to, that's what I was trying to say, but it's more or less... But, but, um, most people that are old hipsters are like Goonies and fucking Breakfast Club and Weird Science but to be the truth be told my favorite fucking John Hughes thing is fucking some kind of wonderful period end of statement done and he didn't even direct it he just wrote it yeah and and I love that movie but I love Alaska Tess from Crash and then it's fucking awesome he's great it's awesome it's a really good movie like your boy the main dude and got them uh, Craig Shepard the dude from fucking Nightbreed he's in it yep you know what I'm saying? It's, fucking, it's, fucking, it's amazing. You know what I'm It's a great movie. God, of course, not there. It's a great movie. But, man, I've always kind of done the beat of my own girl. I went to, you know, my favorite Tina Reese movie is fucking River's Edge. Peter, like, what? Huh? Who? Best thing you ever did. Other than Point Break. But Point Break's awesome because it's Swayze, not him. But anyway, but, um. Right. I don't know. I just care about my own thing. You know, I never. You know, I didn't go through the whole, you know. I don't know, I'm, I'm just not someone that's catered to, like, nostalgic culture pieces, you know? Like, I tried to watch fucking Animal House recently. I just don't watch that movie. You know, it was not something I watched growing up, and I just don't like it, you know? Yeah. I just don't. 
And then I, I read a lot of his movies, but that movie is not something that I like. You know, we briefly touched on movie earlier today, but it's not something I ever read it to, you know? I'm, I'm weird about I'm weird about the stuff that I liked when I was growing up. Like, I saw different stuff in different eras, so I like different shit, but... But I meant more or less the actual attitude and what was going on. Things are so uninspired now is where I was getting at. So, like, the attitude back in the 80s, whether they were good movies or not good movies, they were very special because it was at a time where there was so much uh, inspiration. Or not even, just, just creativity and, and, and imagination, not so much inspiration. Now we're in an age of inspiration and nostalgia and everybody's trying to just remake things that already happened. You can't recreate the way that those movies were made, whether it's... 16 Candles or any of that stuff whether you like it or not like those movies will never be redone ever but people cling on to them and they're influenced by them so everybody thinks they're John Hughes they think they're fucking Steven Spielberg and it's like they're not these fucking people and they I get it that you're influenced by stuff because Spielberg and those people are influenced by people but it's more or less like they did everything at the right time and it's already been done so I mean but I'm not even I'm not talking about that I'm talking about like stuff that people that I, things that I should like that everyone else I know does. Like, I, I never liked Gremlins. I never liked E.T. I hate both of those fucking films. I never liked either one of them. Those are just things that are popular. It doesn't make them good. Everybody I mean... You're like, oh, about them. And I just... I never liked either one of those films. And I don't say it to be mean. It's just the fucking truth. I don't like either one of those films. I never did. But you're also somebody that doesn't just go and watch whatever everyone else is watching. And I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm not saying I didn't watch them. I'm just saying I didn't enjoy them. I mean, you know, people just like what they watch. They like Rick and Morty. It's showing a thing for Rick and Morty on the side right now. I can't <laughs> get into that. I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't like it. But I'm saying people are more susceptible to just liking whatever they watch because they don't have a taste. They're just watching things. They're like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was... They don't have any capacity to judge something based on good or bad. They're literally just watching and saying, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. There's no... We know plenty of people like that. You and I both. We mutually know people like that. Um, that yeah, that just will literally watch the worst movie on the planet that everybody else likes, and you're just like, yeah, it's it's good, man. It's pretty good. It's like, do you not like anything? Is there something that you just have? Carol coaches, coaches like that. Fucking wheelchair fuckers like that. I can't stand it sometimes. I want to kick them both in the nuts. It's like, can you just say a movie's not good because not every movie's good, especially a lot of the popular ones. There's not good movies. You know, I can see the good in a lot of things, especially film. Uh, let me know when your ad's done there. Oh, do I need to? I'm at a minute and twenty nineteen. Oh, I thought you. I'm at one twenty twenty. All right, well we're perfect timing then. We're good. That's where. Uh, Play it. Yep. Yeah, there's what's his name is talking because now he's zombie talking. He wasn't talking the whole film, but uh, now he's got the mask off. This part's kind of corny. <laughs> it's kind of cool at the same time because he's like, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm an American. It's just weird. I always thought this part was like a dream sequence or something, but he's actually fucking got his mask off. He threw Isaac Hayes through the goddamn fucking ceiling. And do, you, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just... Yeah, I know where you're getting at. And, and like I said, people just... It's, it's like when we walked out of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and I will stand by this. That is the worst Marvel fucking movie ever made. That movie... And I love that cast, and you would think it would be great. That movie sucks. Well, any movie that I have to skip through after I've seen it the first time, which that one's the only Marvel movie I have to skip scenes of because I hate it so much. That's true. All that, 
All the Kurt Russell stuff is annoying. Well, you can tell that that the soundtrack to the first one was very good. It was very poppy. It was very familiar. Just no, like the second one, it's just uninspired, and it's just so dumb. Chris Pratt is like, no, the second one for a soundtrack is just reaching. It's way too try hard. It's like all this like niche like crap. Like this, it's just dumb. It's awful. It, that movie is fucking stupid. It's just dumb. You know what it is? Ooh, it's the only. Uh, it's a hipster Marvel movie. That movie, just based on the soundtrack alone. That's like stuff where it's like I got that on vinyl. I got that on vinyl, and it's like it's just a bad. Kurt Russell's awful it, it, in it. It's just not good, man. I mean, I mean yeah. they've done other bad movies. The first Doctor Strange movie is fucking it's the terrible. most atrocious. It's a terrible fucking movie. And it should be great. It's got a great cast. I love the fucking villain dude in it, because he's in like Rogue One and shit. Yeah, he's and Kate Blanchett's great, you know, you would, think, you would think it would be fucking good, but it's just... Oh, she's annoying, and I want to kick her to fucking nine in that movie. <laughs> But, but she's a great actress, but and, the movie she's terrible in. It. No, she's she's horrible in that. Yeah, because the it's because the character sucks but, for who she plays. But I'm just saying that that you know, it just feels it feels like you know when you very you know I, I, when I go and watch stuff I want to be entertained and I want to have fun. Like that last Terminator movie, everybody fucking hated it. I loved it. Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, it just it feels like the stuff that's good I like, or stuff that everybody else they think is bad I end up loving it, and vice versa. You know, everybody knew that Harley movie. I fucking loved it. I love Birds yeah. of Prey. That well, was great. I I loved all the characters. The but I mean, Ill McGregor's actually good like, in it. Realistically, it seems like people are just just want to watch bad programming. You know, I just well, they do. They want if if the majority hates it, then you know, then people like us will like it. If it's if it's a movie that's very popular, it's a lot of hype and buzz, then people are going to be susceptible to that and just be like, yeah, it is good, because they don't want to be left out of anything. And a lot of people are like that. They're afraid to not agree with people on things, whether it be movies. It's like, I'll let you know if I like something or I don't. I don't want to, I don't watch it to, because, you know, I watch it because I want to watch it. I don't watch it because a bunch of people told me to watch it. Like that Tiger King shit, I'm never going to watch that. And everyone's like, come on, dude, that's so... It's like, I don't want to watch Tiger King. I have no interest... That does not appeal to me. I don't like watching train wreck shows about train wreck people who are... Where the hell is Tiger King? I'm so glad you've never heard of it. It's, it's this fucking Netflix series, for one. But it's like this... I guess it's a reality thing and it follows this dude that's got a bunch of fucking tigers and he's like this... Is like gay nut job that's like a fucking hick it's like that sounds like everything I deal with on a daily basis I just don't want to deal with a show of that I have no interest in watching it you're like it is it's funny that you said that you know it's funny that you said that because it is comedy gold Jason literally just told me about that show and said it was amazing no and I'm never watching it and everyone's like you gotta do you just have to come on I'm like don't pressure me to watch something I don't I have a lot more things I can watch which is literally like like Uncle Sam I'd much rather watch that I know it's good I've seen it I'd rather watch movies I've seen a million times than watch that show one episode of it they're like it's comedy gold it's like no it's not at all Ghostbusters is comedy gold yeah basically but it I don't know I've never really watched it but it's it follows if, some. If you're the, if you're the one that, that, that 
and I mean, this actually pisses me off. It's either one, because this were concrete, it's either one that Trump pardoned. No, I don't think so. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, this movie was dedicated to Lucio Fulci. Fulci, yep. Hell yeah. And the suggested movie is Hell Knight, which we did for uh, Immolation, and that, that episode got lost in literal fire, so I don't know what happened to it. apologize for never putting that out, because it never happened. But we did do it, and I'm pissed that it never came out, because that was a really fun episode. Did you find that interview and just toss it up? No, it, it got corrupted, the file. I can't, there's no way to get that back. It's just, the whole thing is just toast. It's, it's completely toasted. It, it was like I was transferring it over to another folder. That was, that was the one, man, that, that was when I interviewed them with Mayhem, too. <clears throat> we have those interviews up. We just don't have the episode where we put it for immolation. But the episode... The, you actually you have the episodes? No, the interviews are both up. Because remember, we did Attila with one of the Friday 13ths. I think he got part five, actually. But we were trying to do Hell Night for immolation. Now the... the Standalone interview has been up. That's been all over. Uh, no, but it, was, but it was two things. It was Bob and Wallace, like separately. Yes, and they're both they're both up. Yeah, yeah. The actual episode, like the full length review thing that we're doing right now, gotcha. kind of stuff. That's gotcha. that one's toast. But the you know. Sorry, folks. Y'all just heard some real reality TV from us. <laughs> yeah, that that mo- that that show looks awful and. Every, everyone talks about it, and I'm just like, I don't care. I don't need to be in on that loop. Like, I don't need to be in on loops with anything. Because I'm in my own loop. Most people I know don't know what Uncle Sam is, or, you know, even Immolation. You know, I have a lot of friends that just like other shit, and that's fine. But don't try to bring me to your level where I need to know what Tiger King is. It's like, I don't need to be in a roundtable discussion with all these hipsters and, and people that just talk about how much of a train wreck this guy's life is. And I was like, well... Maybe you can learn from it and fix your train wreck of a life. Stop telling me to fucking watch something. Will you do me a favor? Will you do me a huge favor? Next time they tell you that that show is comedy gold, tell them Eastbound and Down and Boss Principles is comedy gold. That is comedy gold. And it's written and it's inspired. It's just very fucking hilarious and it's good. It's not a train wreck. And you know what's funny? Nobody I know has hardly ever seen any of that shit. Yeah. And it is seriously is so fucking good. I mean, Will Ferrell in general is comedy gold, and I think Danny McBride in a lot of ways is comedy gold. I mean, because they're just great, they're just great people. They're they're actual actors, and they have talent. They're not just some fucking crazy, like you know, methed out douchebag that is like really flashy and flamboyant and has, has a bunch of tigers. It's like it's stupid. I don't want to watch that. Well, you know, it's just like that fucking. I have no. Bitch. It's not going to tell me she's like. You know, oh God, Joe Rogan this, Joe Rogan that, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck Joe Rogan. It's like if 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 I had even a quarter of his budget and guests, I could do what he does and do it better. Yeah, he's you know? just some, you know, he's a fucking drug addict. Fucking Neanderthal, but fucking into pot. He's into fucking weed. Yeah. It's fucking weed culture people don't even get me fucking started on that. We'll be on here another hour, but yeah. just, but but you know it's. It's all uh, what kind of backing you have, man. Sometimes people have fucking backing to do this stuff, and some don't. And like I said, if you have off the screen movies and fucking, you know, super bad and all this stuff, go for it. I'm just saying I don't, but you have to also realize that 
not everything works for everybody, and it just doesn't. That's the reality of it. Not every single thing on this planet works for everybody, and it just doesn't. And so, you know, you can see things in different perspectives, too, because I like Super Bad for some reason when it first came out. Like, some movies I like the very first time I see them. There's a lot of funny stuff. But if I can never watch that movie again, it's it's... It's not because I've seen it too many times. It's because it's actually a bad movie. But when I first saw it, I was like, uh, you know, with friends and, you know, probably smoking weed and not really paying attention to even how funny something actually is because your mind is altered. So you're, you're not to say I don't care, you know, I don't care about weed if you smoke it or, you know, time to time. I know the job I had, I'd fucking smoke weed, but, you know, I know what a decent movie is without it. Um, but a lot of times you're doing stuff like that, you're not going to judge a movie based on an actual movie if you're not going into it with a sober mind, just saying. So, you're, of course, you're going to think it's great if you're fucking stoned. I mean, everything's good when you're stoned, you know. Um, unless it's the exorcist. Not the exorcist. <laughs> yeah, not the exorcist. <laughs> but, uh, according to the doctor's experience. But, uh, yeah, super bad. I can't watch the movie anymore. Like, when I used to watch it a lot when it first came out, and I, it, it's all my friends would rent, like, all different friends. They're like, hey, what do you got to watch? They're like, oh, I just got super bad. And I was like, why is everyone renting that? It's like, I just watched it. Like, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. So it's a lot of those circumstances, I had to watch that movie a bunch, or it would just come on. But it's a, it's a train wreck, and I don't like movies that are just... They're not funny because they're so realistic, and it's supposed to be funny, but it's just... They're... They're just trying to impress this girl the whole time, and or these two girls that aren't into them, and they just try to. It's all about them just buying this alcohol to go to this party, and it's just really simple thing. But it's it's mostly just them actually arguing with each other and friends like being shitty to each other, and I don't like that kind of you know thing. Just like bridesmaids, everybody's like that movie is comedy gold. No, it's not. It's a bunch of fucking people. It's a bunch of friends fucking each other over. And they're just completely ruining their own lives because of, like, stupid shit. Like, it's... I don't find that stuff funny because it's it's actually is realistic, and I don't like that, you know. I like, uh, you know, Harold Ramis is... Basically, everything he's ever done is amazing, and that's comedy gold because he actually writes funny situations, and he writes good humor and dialogue. Bridesmaids is just a bunch of hipster, you know, just a bunch of cursing and foul language because they're women, <laughs> you know, whether they're dudes or not, who cares, they're, you know, the, the people in it are funny and other stuff, <clears throat> but that movie's not good, it's just a nightmare, it's a train wreck, it's a bunch of friends fucking each other over, getting in the way of her wedding, literally ruins her best friend's wedding because they're competing over who's the, the maid of honor or whatever, and it's a, I don't like that, I think that's horrible, you know. Call me a, a pussy or whatever, but I, I don't like that kind of... I don't like the friends fighting each other, like, arguing shit. Like, when it's real, like, how they do it now. Like, the Judd Apatow stuff, too. It's way too realistic, the way they do stuff, and it's it's not funny at that point. It's just like, wow, this is actually real. It's kind of hard to watch. These people sabotage each other's lives. Like, at least do it in a funny way. You know, like, you fucking plant a bunch of dildos on somebody, and they go to jail, and they're labeled a pervert. Like, that's funny. But if they're actually just like, I'm going to steal fucking stuff from him and call the DCS, take his kid away. It's like, that's not funny. That's fucked up. Like, I don't want to watch that kind of shit. And, you know, super bad stuff like that. It's all, it's just, it's mostly down, like, down humor. Like, it's not anything that I'm, like, laughing out loud about. It's just kind of like, huh, you know, some of the dialogue's funny, but, you know. Movies to me, I think if you if they're comedy gold, you can mute them and laugh your ass off with. You don't have to listen to everything they say. You know, if it's a movie where it's too heavy on the dialogue, then it's probably not that funny. You know, 
So it, it's just that might just be me, but I don't like train wreck movies, and a lot of those Judd Apatow movies are total train wrecks. Like Knocked Up, no thanks, I'm not watching that movie. Knocked Up is a nightmare. <laughs> There's there's funny parts to it, but it's it's too realistic. Like when you have a movie that's thirty minutes of it's like Full Metal Jacket. It's thirty minutes of greatness. That movie's awesome for the first thirty minutes. Then the next hour and a half is just a train wreck. Like that movie is still good for the rest of it though. If you like the war stuff and all that shit, it's good. But but when it comes to like Super Bad, Knocked Up, the the first 30 minutes of Bridesmaids and Superbad, like, the setup is hilarious. Then as the movie goes on, it's nothing but just shit the rest of the time. Like, good movie, but it, it goes from a comedy to being, like, a drama slash, like, romantic comedy. I don't like when it plays all those different parts to it. Like, if it's a comedy, just make it a comedy. If it's a romantic comedy, it's a romantic comedy. If it's a dramedy, it's a dramedy. But don't, don't go from being, like, this raunchy comedy to the next 45 minutes to an hour just make it into like a complete drama film because then I'm just like uh yeah it's, it's fucking you know like now I'm just I eating don't... now I'm just eating shit because like I, I laugh for a while now I'm not going to laugh again until like maybe the end and it's like a happy laugh like uh, 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 uh it's like I don't I don't like that I want to watch a movie and laugh the whole time or not you know I don't want to feel all these emotions like I just don't if I'm going to do that I'll watch an action movie because they give you a little comedy they give you a little violence they give you a little action to get your dick hard they give you a little cry stuff sometimes and drama that's that's what action movies are for that's what adventure movies are for that's what comic book movies are for well you know there's there's too much if it's a comedy i don't want all this drama and it should be the simple simple setups you know like the only drama should be when the friends or the whoever's kind of like well fuck you yeah fuck you too and they go off and they're a little somber somber place where they're alone for like a little bit and then they meet back up and they're friends and they go fuck shit up. Whatever the situation is, usually that's how comedies play out with that kind of scenario. But There's a lot of stuff like that too. There's tons of stuff. Yeah, and it works, but I don't like the whole, you're gonna laugh for 30 minutes and then for the next 45 minutes you're just gonna be like, okay, what the fuck? Like, when am I supposed to laugh again? Or when is this actually gonna pick up and be funny? You know, or it's if I'm not laughing my balls off, then I don't care. <clears throat> and it's different when you're bored. If you're bored, you're bored. But I'd rather be bored at a comedy movie and then laugh eventually than just like I laugh for laugh for thirty minutes and get nothing else out of it. It's just it's just the movie's like fucking done after the thirty minutes of it. And it's like okay. Especially Seth Rogen stuff. Usually after thirty minutes, it's over, and then it just goes on to all this realistic scenario crap. Where you're supposed to feel sorry for some Canadian Jew stoner dude that's like plays the same roles every time but you're supposed to feel sorry for him in different ways after 30 minutes of each of his movies it's like no I don't feel sorry for you you know like Pineapple Express another movie I can't watch that after the first 30 minutes it just starts to suck it starts to be there it turns into like a real movie where he's like running from the cops and then his friend fucks him over and then they get actually like injured and then this cops after him and they're like I'm afraid for my life and it's not funny anymore it's just awful like it's it's bad stuff you know so, and really, I, I just noticed all these are Seth Rogen movies I'm talking about. So maybe it's just Seth Rogen movies, but that kind of dominated. No, the... I mean, I just, well, here's, here's the thing: people are there's going to be different stuff that comes out. People are all going to get stuff from it, and people can like scream and pineapple and fucking get two parts less. I can give a shit less. People <laughs> like, but I, I'm just, but where I was going with it more is just that you know, 
easy to be an individual in 2020, is all I've got to say. No, it's not. I mean, you... It is. I, I know the audience know I keep myself preserved like a fine wine or a fine liquor. I just keep to myself, and I just... You well. sure do, Doctor. That's why and we I like it. I don't, uh, I don't waver on stuff, man. I'm real picky. But if I like something that's new, and I surprise Corey all the time, I'll just say... Oh, Robert, I love that. You do, whenever you're like, and you're probably going to, you know, you you always follow it up the same way because you're like, you're probably not going to believe me when I tell you this. And I'm like, and you tell me, and it's like, holy shit, okay. But but I like that. I like that about you because I know that whatever you're telling me, you're genuine about it. Because a lot of people come to me and they're just like, yeah, it was good. And they're like, was it? Like, do you even remember what happened in the film or did you just sleep the whole time? And you're like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was fine. Like, I, at least when you tell me stuff, recommend stuff, I will go check it out because I know for beyond a shadow of a doubt, you'll be like, that movie fucking sucks. You'll tell me midway through a film when we're seeing stuff in theaters, you'll just be like, man, this movie sucks. And I was like, yeah, it kind of does. are like, well, I know what's going to happen after this movie. We're going to talk about it for... Longer than we watched it, <clears throat> but you know, when 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 we went, went and watched Joker, I had already seen it, and I told you I was like, it's fucking fantastic. Right, and that's why I went and saw it again. But you know, and, and sometimes you give stuff a second watch. Sometimes movies don't sink in all the way till you see it a couple more times, and some parts are entertaining, but they don't really grab you. And you know, um, people have different palettes. Some people, I think, don't have palettes at all. You know, let, 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 let me give you an example. If people enjoy sitting around and watching Shaun of the Dead go for it I'm going to be watching Men at Work with Emilio Estes and fucking uh, Charlie Sheen that's what I'm going to be watching Keith David know? baby oh yeah he's in it too but he's not like the main thing but, right. know, he's great in it but yeah. it's a great movie you know I, I'm just saying you know, whatever works for somebody doesn't work for everybody else you know and I, and I, and I get right. that but and there are people there are a lot of people that just kind of watch anything there's a lot of stuff that's just oversaturated and, and you know well, I'm never going to ease up on J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams just continually pisses me off. So, you yeah, know. we won't even get into that. But um, Yeah, we'll do the, the, the final thoughts of, the, of a good movie. So we'll do final thoughts. Get Tardy Brothers in. Um, yes, Doctor, you go first with it. Final thoughts. It's like, here's how I would describe it. It's like a Nickelodeon radar movie. <laughs> Uh, that's 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 the the best way I've ever heard it described before. Can I said it better myself? Um, it, <laughs> exactly. Uh, a lot of. <clears throat> the William Lustig uh, Larry Cohen combo because I do love Maniac Cop and I love Maniac of course William Lustig yeah yeah there's not a whole lot of kills like I remember them being but I love that he's like a zombified killer like he he's undead I think that's cool because and Maniac Cop is the same way so if, if you like the Maniac Cop stuff this is the same thing it's the same kind of thing it's like a a soldier was fucking killed desecrated and he was 
you know, rose from the dead and fucking, it's just the, basically the same concept. It's William Lustig, Larry Cohen shit. And it, it's really good. It, it falls in that category and that catalog. Perfect film if you like maniac cop shit or if you like undead slashers, because honestly, like Prowler, stuff like that, not as gory or iconic, but it's a really good movie in that vein where it's got an undead slasher killer, whatever. Uh, innovative kills, they try to make a patriotic, like the the fucking cop being impaled by the fucking flagpole, and you see his guts on the end of it. A uh, kid being hung by a flagpole, like it's the firework kill. I mean, they try to make it very patriotic and interesting, and I appreciate the the innovative uh, kills myself because some people try way too hard with that stuff, like like Hatchet. Um, or this one, they actually kept a theme to it and made it really fun. And yeah, I think the the Sam Harper killer is is really really a cool character and I like that he actually talks in it even though he's like a zombie I think that was neat and, but this uh, from fucking Florida too I was looking him up before we even did this episode yeah his uh, nickname was Shark and he's this big ass fucking dude he was in uh fuck I can't remember now he's a big bastard he is a big bastard <clears throat> he doesn't look that big in the film like that's the weirdest part is he actually doesn't he's a pretty look, big dude yeah he actually doesn't look that big in, in the movie because he wears like pretty 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 loose clothing most of the time when he starts wearing that stuff. I mean, he looks big as fuck in his little, you know, his military uniform. Um, let's see, what is it? Yeah, he's he's fifty seven. He's not that old. Um, didn't you say he was at a con? You let you didn't get to meet him? Or? No, I wish. I fucking wish he was there. He, uh, maybe. Yeah, I think he was at a con I didn't go to. Because if he was there, I would have went. But I think he was at a con I didn't get to. His name is David Freilich, uh, a.k.a. Shark. And um, that was his main thing, I think, he played. He was in uh, The Young and the Restless. That's awesome. Yeah, he was uh, Larry Wood. Chris Winfield on The Young and the Restless. Yep. And then he was in... Uh, Desert Heat with Jean-Claude Van Damme and he was in Gone in 60 Seconds with Nicolas Cage. Probably smaller roles but he was in those films. Um, but yeah, big motherfucker. Who the hell was he in Gone in 60 Seconds? I gotta know this before we end this episode because I love that movie. That's a good Nicolas Cage movie. It is a good Nicolas Cage movie. Um, let me see if I can find his name in here. There's a lot of good actors in there. I didn't even realize that. Of course there's a... That's Crazy, he's in that because I know that movie. Timothy Oliphant's in that movie too. Yeah, Master P's in it. I love Master P. Yeah, Master P's rad in that movie. I'm gonna smoke you, fool. Yeah, James Duvall. Um, yeah, dude, it's, I mean it's got a hell of a cast. Giovanni uh, Rabisi, dude from Saving Private Ryan. He's in a ton yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that actor. Um, oh. Of course, Angelina Jolie and all that stuff is cool. I love uh, Timothy Oliphant. I think he's great. Um, I don't know who he plays. He's probably he might have been a stunt double or something. Uh, I have to try to find it. Though. I'm going to do some more digging real quick. Gone in sixty seconds. I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen that movie in like fucking sixteen years. I'll let you borrow it next time I bring you a beer drop off. Yeah. Um. I loved it. I I just haven't seen it in forever. It's been a long time. Um, one of those things. He is 
a car thief. Just one of the car thieves in it. No shit. He's currently in a movie called Blood Pageant, where he's the townsman's, and Old McDonald, which is a short, and he's Donald McIntyre. 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 Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to see what else he's done. If he, what he was in Desert Heat. There's a movie called Project Eliminator as Shark. I guess that's where he got his name and name and fame. Also, he's in a Cypress Hill music video, "Ain't Going Out Like That," and he's the hooded mob member. <laughs> And he's on Buffalo, uh, Babylon 5. He's in an episode of that. Um, gone in 60 seconds. Uncredited car thief. Uncredited car thief. There it is. So, Courtesy of IMDB. I guess that shark name stuck with him because he's credited in a lot of things as shark, which is pretty cool. Gone in 60 seconds. It's really a really good yeah, it's a great movie. Right in 2000 that came out. Okay, here's a fun fact for everybody. Can anybody, let's see if Corey can guess this. What is my favorite Nicholas Cage movie? Um, I know yours is Pioneer. Yep, it is. Sure is. I watched that the other day, actually. It's, um... You can clear a filmography up if you want. No, yours is Honeymoon in Vegas. Gotta idiot, be. Idiot, it is. It, it is. But okay, this is my alternate. Then I loved, and it was its anniversary was the other day. Was Valley Girl? I fucking love that movie. Oh yeah, Valley Girl's great, man. Classic movie. Another really good movie of his but too. After that, if you guys are a fan of that movie, it's worth every fucking penny. And if you want to get Honeymoon in Vegas, you can get it for like four bucks right now. So it's like cheap as hell. So I'm gonna get that. Uh, Honeymoon in Vegas. You ever watched that? That is like the doctor acts when he's mad. Yes, it is. And, uh... Eight mil- Eight millimeter, another shout thing they re- they release. Eight millimeter is great. Another great, great fucking Nicolas Cage. Yeah, we you brought it, and it was, they had that fucking... I think it's like a director's cut is what's on that. We couldn't... It's just too long. Um, but yeah, there, there's a lot of good in his stuff. But... We appreciate you guys. There is no interview for you guys to sit through. It was just old school episode. We're in our fourth year going on five, so probably do this more often, especially in quarantine. Just have fun, old school, phantasm fun for you guys while we're quarantined up. Socially distancing, you know, social distancing. As long as we got Tubi and we got stuff to watch, we're going to do it, and you guys can follow along. Um, be safe. Don't be an asshole. If you're going to go out, wear a mask, wrap your penis, uh, or dental dam your vagina, whatever you got to do, just stay out of fucking trouble. Try not to have babies. Try not to just go near people. It's probably the best option for you. I know it sucks, but I hate to break it to you. We're not getting a summer, so you might as well spend it here at Summer Camp of Phantasm. We'll give you all the goods. We'll give you the Uncle Sam's. We'll give you... Yeah, I mean, it's our Memorial Day episode, so... Sure is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would, this this is us getting you ready for the summer that you're not going to have. So you might as well go ahead and get in the spirit now because you're going to enjoy it. 
you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it in the comfort of your own homes. Uh, phase one is a go for America, but just wait, you're gonna be back in your homes in no time, and it's gonna all you assholes going to the malls and these restaurants and just flooding all the flooding all these places like cattle, uh, and it's gonna backfire and it's gonna be your fault this time. And if if you're gonna put the blame on anybody else, you can't do it. It's all gonna be on you. Because you're you're making literally making this a problem at this point. You're like, we need to reopen stuff. It's like, you don't have to go to a fucking mall. There is no essential things at the mall. There's nothing. There's not one thing there that you need at all. Period. That's why they closed them because you don't need them. And you also need to get my Air Jordans at the mall. They were sold out of them. Well, it's fine. Things like Foot Locker stuff like that. I've been getting my shoes. I got like three pairs of shoes in a week. Uh, just being bored. I was like, I need, I need new shoes, and it's like I'm getting them cheap because they're fucking discounted everywhere. Because people aren't going to the mall, so they're going online. So they're like, here's your discounts, boo boo boo, and they're getting here in like three days. Yeah, about Michael Jordan in his last year with the Bulls, it's fantastic. Heard good things about it, and you check it out myself. Um, it is fucking fantastic television. It's fantastic. But yeah, I thought this quarantining and things that were shut down were actually going to make people realize that you don't need restaurants, you don't need to go to a hair salon, you don't need fucking malls. That's even worse. You're like sweating and coughing and, and you're disgusting and you're emitting body heat. and It's just like, well, maybe that'll get rid of it if you're actually pumping out heat. I don't fucking know. They have, some of those have like those UV light things, you know. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to put gyms out of business, but it just right. dangerous. To me. But anybody can work out at home. You don't have to fucking use, you know, plant, you know, whatever. You don't have to use the gym's fucking treadmill or, you know, lifting weights. You can do that on your fucking own at home. You can do some crunches and do some fucking sit-ups and push-ups at home. You don't have to do that shit. Get you the KSC fucking family pack. $20 grab level delivered for free. Be sure to tip them, though, kids. Those guys don't make a lot of money. Nope. And they're especially not making them now. And Grubhub's probably the worst. I don't use them because uh, they'll make, like, a th- like $1,300 and, you know, how much the delivery people get paid from all that? Like $4. So, don't use them. Yeah, it's, I just saw something earlier about that. So it's like, don't use them. Use use uh, Uber Eats or Bite Squad. They give better deals anyway, and they have more local stuff. And they they don't, you know, Grubhub's fucking garbage. And there's also one. It's uh, for all you foodies out there. The uh, you know the what the fuck. I ruined my own joke here. The people that the, <laughs> got the people that get off on feed uh, feeders. It's a feeder app, and if you don't know what a feeder is, it's somebody that's it's a sexual kink where people like to watch uh, people eat food, and they like to feed them food. <clears throat> they like to feed them food for the purpose of them getting fat and gaining weight. Uh, like, there's like these fat cam girls, and like, I don't know, I'm sure there's dudes that do it, but I've only seen the women do it, where they're just, these guys will actually send them money, or girls, they will send them like hundreds of dollars to order this giant, like to, to order all this food and eat it in one sitting, like a whole little Caesar's pizza and Papa John's pizza, and then they'll have to eat like seven Big Macs and like large fries, and they eat the whole goddamn thing in one sitting, get it all over themselves, it's just disgusting. 
So those are feeders. So I came up with an app concept and trying to get patented. So if any of you investors on here are listening, uh, I would like to have a feeder app where it's a feeder dating app similar to Tinder or Hinge or any of those uh, things or Bumble. And this one's called Wife Castle where you try to find the right feeder wife for you. So there you go. That's my... And yeah, I guess you, you match based on uh, the kind of food you like, and then you go from there. It's like, oh yeah, you like Wendy's? I want to see you slam one of those fucking... A bacon, three Baconators and a son of Baconator and wash it down with about a couple Frosties large. <clears throat> and then you find out if that's the wife for you. <clears throat> so Wife Castle, a Phantasm app. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> We've <laughs> on a good note here, but uh, yeah. Um... Don't if you're one of those people listening to this, and you're one of those people that also just think you have to go to the mall or go to like a bar full of five people just to have a, a six dollar fucking drink. Like, don't don't do that. Just get your shit and go the fuck home. Nobody cares what you're doing. Nobody cares you went to the mall. Everyone thinks you're an idiot, including us. So please just don't. You have no reason to do it. And if you make anyone else sick, it's your fault. Yeah, be safe. Be safe. Be safe doing this shit. Gotta be safe. It'll all go away a lot faster if you just can, for a month, just not do the shit you're gonna do the rest of your fucking miserable life. Just don't do it for a little bit. Just stop. Don't do it. Yep. And watch horror movies and listen to Phantasm, the professionals in horror and death metal. Uh, if anyone tells you otherwise or tries to make fake documentaries and, and tell you otherwise, that ain't true. It's us, baby. We've been here four years. Look at our resume. We've got a lot of stuff. We've interviewed pretty much every band in death metal that's worth interviewing or wants to do the podcast that are actually real people. So we appreciate everybody we've had on thus far, actors included. Uh, we appreciate all the people that have put up with us and, and have been very helpful and, and thankful. And we've been very helpful and thankful and appreciative, hopefully professional to most of you. Um, and yeah, we're not going to go to the malls, we're not going to infect anybody We're going to be good, we're going to sit here, we're going to keep being productive For you, for us Most importantly for us So just remember that too And uh, yeah On that note I will say We hope you all have enjoyed Continue to keep up with us And cultofantasm.com And all the bullshit we post on there And from the doctor and I Stay fucking gory Gory